voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call letter and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, good evening and welcome to the last for a while version of All Things Radio from Indiana. So, hope you're doing well this evening. Let's see, this is 599 already here on September 23rd, 2021. So, the last one from Indiana for a while. Yeah, not the last one. Noah's flying south for the winter, and he is uh, trying to beat the geese. No, I'll be coming back in the winter, though, for a month or so, is a promise I had to make to Jennifer. But um, she wants she wants some snow for Christmas. Eighty degrees right. on Christmas doesn't cut it, you know. No, that doesn't cut it. So I, I think if I were out, I think I think if I were out of the cold and the snow, I would probably try to stay out of the cold and the snow. Yeah, I, that, <laughs> Eighty degrees on Christmas is perfectly fine with me. I'm that. I, I love it. Christmas time. I was in Florida on the beach out in Fort Lauderdale, and they're playing on the radio uh, "Frosty the Snowman," and it's eighty-five degrees. How, what, how bad it, how, how, how bad could that That's be? Right. The best. Well, that this is, was. Always the time oh, of the year that my grandparents would leave Missouri and go to Arizona this weekend, usually in that. They would go to Arizona, but they'd come home Christmas. So, you know, hey, you're, yeah. you're just keeping up the tradition that my parents, my grandparents did. Well, unfortunately, the, the residents of Naples are, um, I have to give a speech in about a week and a half. So, our presentation. So, the unlucky you people. You straighten them out, finally? Yeah, finally. Um, okay, they, good. The All unfortunate right. people there will... <laughs> you know, so what can I say? But I can turn it over to Jeff because he's got a lot of things to say about tonight. A little, show. little bit about a everything. I, I will tell you, though, I have no life either, Bernie, because I collect children's records from when I was a kid. And I find there's a guy that, that I've been in touch with and I found the record called Alfred the Air Sick Eagle, which was actually played a lot by in the Captain Kangaroo show. And it was done by Ray Heatherton. It's a very rare record. You don't find it anywhere, but it's very rare. What? I don't know why I have it. And I don't know why, why I collect this it, stuff. But there isn't a lot of call for Air Sick Eagle music. And, and, you, and know? you know why I do it? As my sister said, because you can and because it's something you love to do. And you just do the things that you love to do as long as you're retired. So you don't want to hear about that. You want to hear about all things radio. But first of all, we're going to no, talk about No, we do. We really don't hear about it. Oh, really? You think I, I, I didn't think so, Bertie. You can work Air Sick Eagle into a radio format chain. Yeah, we, we might be able to do that. Yeah. station called the Eagle. The station went, here, know, yeah. There, I went through, something. when I was putting a lot of stations into my stream the other day, there's a lot of stations called the Eagle, but none of them said they were Air Sick Eagle. No, that's true. Uh-huh. Well, let's, let's talk about what's happening this week on the All Things Radio podcast and the live broadcast as well. First of all, we'll start things off with radio news from a national perspective, followed up with Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. Oh, we've got a featured newscast. And you're going to hear what news sounded like 
from WBZ AM. They, they turned 100 years old this past Sunday, and you're going to hear what it sounded like on November 13th, 1968 with Trudor Stewart. My classic air check is even better. I think it is. It's WBZ with uh, Jay. Well, it's Jefferson K is the main person on the air check, but Jay Dunn is the radio announcer who is bantering with Jefferson K at the very beginning of Jefferson K's show, and we're going to hear what he sounded like, and we're going to hear what Jefferson K sounded like, and we're going to hear what WBZ sounded like, a totally different radio station than it is today. My featured station takes us to New Carlisle, Indiana, and we get to hear radio station WYETFM. And this is a syndicated format or a format that's produced by a guy named Tony Larino on a number of different radio stations, and WYET is one of them. And they have announcers who are voice tracked, and you get to hear what they sound like with their 80s, 90s uh, music collection. And, and as my stepdaughter said, she kind of liked them. And my oldest, my youngest daughter said, hey, that's pretty good. They're playing kind of well, music that I can dance to and I like to, I like to listen to it. Well, then I gotta can't say much. What can I say about my my kids? They they don't know what radio was when we listened to it, and and they shouldn't really. I mean, the bottom line is we are moving forward, and hey, their radio is in our radio. So they, they, uh, liked, they liked it. It had a good beat, and you could dance to it. That's, that's it, right, like that, Dick Clark uh, used to say, and all those. Uh, songs that's that that's exactly right. Their but, uh, their radio, Jeff, is probably YouTube and iPods and everything like that. Well, as 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 as, right. as as Brenna has said to me over and over again, why do I have to make a request of the radio if I want to hear it? I can find it on YouTube, and it's easy. Right. It's just one, yeah. two, three, and yeah. uh, and we're and the kids today are part of this. I want it now generation. They don't want to wait for something to happen. Yeah. So, and I get that. I mean, I I was kind of that way when I was a kid. I mean, I really was. So, so all in all, we're gonna have we're gonna have a very busy show. We'll talk about radio. We'll walk radio. We'll drink, eat, and sleep radio. Over to you, Bill. I guess we will, Jeff. Uh, we'll have a lot of. Did you want that long one to go after the? Very first one, Jeff, on that WBZ. I'm kind of mixed up on the... Uh, what did you have? Just give me the order that you have them so far, Bill. I'm sorry. We should have talked about this earlier. But, yeah, let's put the air let's check with the newscast first because we can talk about that. Um, yeah. And, and I, then the Jeff K. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, whatever you want. To, it's up, you're the boss. I keep telling you that. <laughs> I don't want to make the decisions. I got Jeff K. coming up last in the first one. Which is oh the yeah? Why don't we put all the BZ together and put the WIET last? That makes the most sense. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, we'll 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 get them we'll get them all figured out here. But anyway, just wanted to make sure because they were pretty close there. Yeah, a little inside business. Don't worry about yeah, it, guys. Don't worry it's about all it. It's just a little trying to get it right <laughs> on, and and we'll probably still screw it up. But it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Great right. to be happy you're not working for Cox Media because I'm, I'm I just that's breaking now. With the, they got a bunch of layoffs, which which is a company which normally oh, hasn't done great. that in the past. No. Wow. Yeah, well, I did. I did hear uh, Don Geronimo this week. I don't. Uh, I. I, I, I by the way, if you like Bernie, I have an air check of him that I'm going to do in the future. It's from WXLO in New York City in 1977, and I think he sounded oh, a lot better back then. I'm, I'm not impressed with his work on uh, on WBIG, but that's just me. I'm just not impressed. So no, I, I agree. I I heard him this morning, and it, it uh, sounded like his voice was just shocked. Too many cigarettes, too many cigarettes, Bernie. Too many cigarettes. He's turning 63. Yeah. Well, I'm on WOLD with Harry Chapin if he's not. But I'm I'm 68, but I don't think my voice is shot just yet, but it will be eventually, I'm sure. Well, it's not. Mm. All right, let's go. Here we go, Jeff. (laughs) 
I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. A new morning show hits Fox Sports Radio. A new rock station hits Panama City, Florida. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and conclude our look at the Nielsen August Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and Fox Sports Radio makes news with a new morning show. This new morning show replaces Clay Travis, who has moved to afternoons with Buck Sexton, replacing the late Rush Limbaugh. The new morning show is called Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. The two pros are former NFL players Labor Arrington and Brady. Quinn. The other host of this morning show is Jonas Knox, who is a weekender for Fox Sports Radio. We'll let you know about the success of this morning show in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. What's going on in Panama City, Florida? Well, iHeartMedia has decided to make major changes to radio station WFLFFM. They transmit on a frequency of 94.5. The station has dropped its talk programming in favor of rock, and the rock music featured here on this radio station will be from the 90s to today. Mornings will be held down by the syndicated Lex and Terry show, and the rest of the day will be held down by syndicated voice track pros from iHeartRadio. They include Teresa, Chumley, and Klinger. And the station will also include Florida State University football. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Folks living in St. Louis, Missouri will notice changes to the radio landscape as Odyssey has made major cutbacks at the radio station. They've eliminated their morning host Greg Hewitt and Trish Gazel, who handles middays at the radio station, will air Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 2 p.m., while Jen Myers will air 2 p.m. till 6 p.m. Jen Myers will also be quite busy because she'll also be handling middays at KIKY FM in St. Louis, Missouri as well. Local news from KMOX will air from 6 a.m. till 8 a.m. as well as other content. We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. In the department called Executive Action, we'll congratulate Chris Crowley, who has left Town Square Media in Buffalo, New York, headed for Charlotte, North Carolina. He'll program radio station WRFX-FM as well as WEND-FM, both located in Charlotte, North Carolina. He'll also handle programming chores for radio station WRDU-FM in Raleigh, North Carolina, as well as an alternative rock translator in Wake Forest, North Carolina. All of the radio stations affected here here are owned and operated by iHeartMedia. Now let's move our microphones to Seattle, Washington, where ESPN Radio, that's K-I-R-O-A-M, will continue to be the home for the Seattle Mariners baseball team for the 2022 season, and this is a multi-year contract extension. In other news, if you were planning to go to the National Association of Broadcasters show in Las Vegas, Nevada from October 9th through October 13th, forget it. The National Association of Broadcasters has canceled their show for this year, and they say the reason for the cancellation is COVID-19, and they're hoping to be back in 2022 with a bigger and better show. If you're a radio group that owns many radio stations and you want to improve your presence on the internet, you have to be involved in more than one platform. And that's what's happening with Cumulus Media. The folks at Cumulus Media and Odyssey have come to an agreement and all of the Cumulus Media radio stations will be available on the Odyssey platform. That means that Cumulus Media is available on the Odyssey platform as well as the iHeartRadio platform as well. There's a new sports gambling show coming to Sports Map Radio. It airs Sunday evenings from 7pm to 9pm hosted by Nat Perot. Say so long to Tim McCarthy, who is the market manager for ESPN in New York City, as well as Los Angeles, California. The reason for the departure is that Good Karma Brands will be running ESPN Radio in New York as well as ESPN Radio in Los Angeles, California. In New York, that includes WEPN AM and FM. And in Los Angeles, California, that includes ESPN Radio, that's KSPN AM and KRDZ AM as well. Now let's conclude our look at the Nielsen August Personal People Meter Ratings. In Portland, Oregon, the number one ranked radio station is KOPB FM with the news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is KLTH FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Portland, Oregon is KKCWFM with an adult contemporary format. In Charlotte, North Carolina, the number one-ranked radio station is WOSF-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WSOC-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Charlotte, North Carolina is WRFX-FM with a classic rock format. In San Antonio, Texas, the number one-ranked radio station is KONO-FM with a classic its format. The number two-ranked radio station is KSMG-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the 
number three rec radio station in San Antonio, Texas, is KTKX FM with a classic rock format. In Sacramento, California, things are status quo with the number one, two, and three rec radio stations. The number one rec radio station in Sacramento, California, is KFBK AM with a news talk format. The number two rec radio station is KSEG FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Sacramento, California, is KYMX FM with an adult contemporary format. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the number one rec radio station is WDVE FM with a rock format. The number two rec radio station is WWSWFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I don't believe I've seen this as part of the top three radio stations in a long time. And that's KDKA FM with its all sports operation. In Salt Lake City, Utah, the number one rec radio station is KODJ FM with a classic hits format. The number two rec radio station is KBZN FM with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Salt Lake City, Utah is KSL AM with its news talk format. In Las Vegas, Nevada, the number one rec radio station is KKLZ FM with a classic hits format. The number two rec radio station is KWID FM with a Spanish adult hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Las Vegas, Nevada is KSOS FM with a Christian CHR format. In Orlando, Florida, the number one rec radio station is WOCL FM with a classic hits format. The number two rec radio station is WCFB FM with a number adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Orlando, Florida is WWKA FM with a country format. In Cincinnati, Ohio, the number one rec radio station is WLWAM with a news talk format. The number two rec radio station is WGRRFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio is WUBEFM with a country format. In Cleveland, Ohio, the number one rec radio station is WNCXFM with a classic rock format. The number two rec radio station is WMJIFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Cleveland, Ohio is WDOKFM with an adult contemporary format. In Kansas City, Missouri, the number one rec radio station is KCMOFM with a classic hits format. The number two rec radio station is KCFXFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Kansas City, Missouri is KCURFM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk and information format. Finally, in Columbus, Ohio, the number one rec radio station is WOSU-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. The number two rec radio station is WNCI-FM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Columbus, Ohio is WCOL-FM with a country format. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one is the privacy search engine DuckDuckGo followed by Indeed, Progressive, Babbel and McDonald's. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595 That's 800-693-0595 and hit option 2 for the podcast team. For all things radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. It's time once again for listener calls and feedback. To get in touch with the podcast team, call 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. Hello, everybody. This is Pam Drake calling in Visalia, California. I remember when 9-11, well, we thought it was, of course, just a, a, a small crash of one plane, and then uh, the guy we were listening to was watching the television, and he realized then that there was something else going on. Later that day, I called my aunt in Chicago. She was uh, in her living room and Aunt Pat went out onto the balcony and I could hear all these sirens and she said they were just going toward these likely targets. Listener comments are always welcome, so give us a call on that feedback line 800-693-0595 that's 800-693-0595 and hit option 2 for the podcast team. Thank you very much, Jeff. 
Oh, no problem. Yes, I think everyone knows where they were when that happened, guys. I was at a training yeah. session. Um, I was presenting or going to be presenting a thing about accessibility using JAWS on the web. And we got someone from the Justice Department talking about Title 504, the Rehabilitation Act, and how it affected web accessibility. And uh, the meeting got canceled and the state closed down and we went home. And, um, you know, the rest was history. It's, it's a horrible thing that happened, but that's what that's happened. I was, I was talking to my rehab counselor because we were going to have a meeting that day about technology, which we did have. And literally, he called me up and he said, wow, this plane just hit the World Trade Center. And then we talked a little more than the other plane hit. So he was talking to me during both of those and so then yeah. i uh, turned on my local all news well 17 yeah. years later and jeff then, we've still got problems with accessibility in the web so we oh, yeah. as a matter of fact uh, what's, what's funny is i wanted to call my sister because i had the cell phone and when that happened you couldn't even get a cell phone to work because uh they were they were so jammed up with people trying to call i was worried because my nephew worked downtown that i was worried about him but uh, well, you know, he didn't. He wasn't affected by it. But I can tell you that, that people who have been affected by it, I know two people who who were at World at Ground Zero, both worked as volunteer firemen, both worked with, for the fire department, and they both have been affected by cancer. And uh, so wow. it was really no joke. I, I I thought it was I thought it was it wasn't true, but it is true, and the, the statistics are proving it out. So I'm not. I don't want to end this on a down note, but this is what this is what was going on. So. Yeah, well, you're you right about 93.7, though, uh, the fan in Pittsburgh. I never remember in all the years that we've done this uh, that it's been the top three or even maybe yeah. the top five. I wonder if and it's the start of the Steelers season, maybe. It is, because it, it yeah. is the Pirates, I promise. So, yeah, and, yeah. I, I think. And the Penguins are getting ready to go. And really, they love the Penguins down there. They really do. And, so, uh, and, and we want to know, uh, as Bernie will tell you, we want to know how many people have been given those personal people meters right. that, that, that <laughs> like sports that didn't like it before. Right, Bernie? You know, it's all matter exactly. of placement when they do those samples. I mean, that's. But again, the same thing you could say about the diary as well. It was the same thing. But when I used to study the radio ratings back in the '60s, and we had Birch and Pulse and Hooper and and Nielsen, and uh, you know, everyone complained about the way they sampled the diary. But uh, it's it's what it is, and it's not going to change. Same well, Bob Ryan, I was on a I, I was on a Zoom call with Bob Ryan the other day uh, that our Perkins Library had, and he was saying that the number one format in radio now is sports. It's not country anymore. It is sports, and you know you figure many states, many cities have three or four of them. So uh, you know they just uh, they you know, and a lot of it's just kind of you know just like talk. It's kind of national and not relevant to the the people. But if you can get some local programming, that's why we've only got two because both of our stations do a lot of local programming, and they used to fifteen ten used to do a lot of the national stuff, and it never went anywhere. And eight fifty uh, does a lot of the ESPN, and that doesn't really uh, show up in the ratings. So unfortunately, uh, the, the guys in Florida get screwed again because if you listen. To WINZ, and I'll talk about this next week on the show. They just dropped their local live programming in the morning, and now they're all Fox Sports Radio 24 7. So, uh, well, that won't say, fly. Say, say goodbye to local programming in Miami on that particular they were QAM was probably beating them pretty good, so they, they just gave up. And Waxy, uh, Waxy does sports too. They got two of the two others. So yeah. that's right. QAM, Waxy, and WINC. You got three sports yeah. stations down there. So uh, that how much can, how much of the pie can you can you divide up? I mean, it's like a that's pizza right. pie. How yeah. many slices can you can you can you eat? I mean, I, I, I could probably eat a whole pie, but that's beside the yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, eight fifty yeah. is there to get to get the ESPN ad revenue in and to have the BC sports when they don't want to put them on ninety three seven, which is ninety percent of the time, and that's what eight fifty is for. And they probably signed a long yeah, agreement. Over, over, over. You know, long agreement. 
and then it doesn't cost much, and they get some money out of it, and that's fine. And the other two stations, uh, you know, Fort Tub and EEI, just yeah, dominate so much. There's no point in doing anything else. The only other question I have is, and I don't know that it makes any difference, but uh, in the case of New York City, you've got WEPN AM, which is owned and operated by ESPN, but WEPN FM is not. That's owned and operated by Amos still. And uh, I'm just wondering uh, how that affects it with the local, with the LMA. But I, did, I looked at the FCC rules on the web and stuff, and there really is no no problem here as long as MS has at least one or two employees who work at WEPN FM, and they do. Uh, than the local market agreement that that's being made with uh, Good Karma Brands running WEPN AM and FM shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, yeah. and the, the, probably the best sports battle is in Philadelphia because I think the Fanatic and WIP probably both are neck and neck. They probably both do pretty well. And but also that thing with Fox Sports Radio. Let me correct you. The guy's name is Lavar Arrington. Lavar Arrington. And yeah. they've actually been doing that ever since Clay Travis moved over. They've been any combination two or three of them have been doing that show. Yeah, since, they were kidding about know, it at various points all summer, saying, "Well, we're still here. We don't know what's going on, but we're still here." And they, you know, now they finally made it. They official. just permanently gave it to them. Yeah, yeah. and they didn't I thought it was interesting also on the ratings that get a Christian station in the top three in Las Vegas and Sin City. What's happening is a lot of. But look in in, in St. Louis, you got KLJY, which does very well. You've got the Christian station in Las yeah. Vegas, which is. Uh, which is doing very well in Seattle. I mean, it is a mainstream format now that that's actually doing better than it used to. So uh, don't kid yeah. yourself. It does. It and does. The way they package it is pretty. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you listen to if you listen to Caleb, you listen to Air One. Yes, you know you're gonna know what's Christian by listening to the music, but they're very very professionally done and very well packaged. Whether you whether you like it and, or not, they, and they actually when they had. Yeah, when they had Spirit 105.9 here, they were very well packaged with commercials before they became Caleb. I mean, it was the same people at Spirit 105.3 out of Seattle, but I just thought it was ironic in Sin City, a Christian station making top three. <laughs> you know, right? Oh, you know, you got to rest from the slots for a few minutes here and there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bernie, I've got a question well, for you. There may not be gambling that much. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Bill. Yeah. I got one for Bernie. All right. I was in my in-laws over the weekend for a little bit, and pulled out my radio and picked up a station at 88.1. I could barely, it wouldn't come in that well, but I could get it well enough. Listen to a little bit of the re, I don't know what you want to call it, but it's WNA, they call it WNAP, I don't, and it's quite a network. I'm doing a little research into this for a future feature, but I guess the point I'm trying to make to you it seems to be, especially on the weekends, I can't tell about the week, and I don't know if they do anything live, but it is very no. well automated. I mean, I mean, for what it is, probably going to be as good it's, as what it's you... pretty good. It's a, if, if you if you want to get good air checks of what WNAP sounded like, probably the week is better than the weekend because they they do, in, in, in essence, a total oldies thing on the weekend. I mean, they play stuff oh. that WNAP never played. Right, never uh, played. The other, the other thing is their their automation is pretty good, but sometimes they'll give the time and they'll be like three or four minutes off. Uh, uh, I thought they were like you know. 30 minutes off, but, you know, but it's... <laughs> well, yeah. But, <laughs> there's that, but... <laughs> But I wonder. Yeah, it's, it's, Mar- it's a Marty. It's a Marty Hensley station. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Well, that- we have a we have a hand raised from Bill in Chicago. Bill, can you please unmute yourself? But it's it's interesting. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, uh, Bill. Yeah, the re- thing I was going to mention, uh, Bill was mentioned about the station when he was uh, at his in-laws. It got 
real uh, faint or you can understand it. I was down in Charleston, Illinois about two weeks ago with my, where my grandson was going to college down there. And I had a radio down there, and I was turning the dial just scanning and see what I could pick up. And Charleston, Illinois is only about two and a half hours or so from Chicago. I could not get WGN hardly at all. Wow. I was just faint. WBM. But here's the ironic part. On, I could get WLW real good. I get I even got stationed out of Del Rio, Del Rio, Texas. I don't remember the call letters now, but they mentioned there in Del Rio. And I also got state the stations out of Georgia real clear. And there was one station or two stations. I don't know where they came. Also got Atlanta, but there are two stations. One played nothing but the '50s rock music, and they never gave the call letters. I don't know where it was from. And but I forget the name of the station they called it. Now they called this is something like you know it'd be like this yeah. is Next Star or something like that. It that's, was you know, out that's of idea, but that's what they were saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, then, and then there was another station, at seven sixty. There was nothing but French. Mm. And I can't get that station. I can't get seven sixty here in Chicago. But down there, it comes just as loud and clear as if it was a local station. Okay, you're seven. I don't think he has a kind of a southern gotta, skip going. You know, sometimes yeah, depending on the weather. Gone. Right. Like you have a southern, you know, Canada, they, right. There were nights I couldn't get New York stations. I could get WFB and WBT just fine, you know, so uh, that right. that all happens. Right, right. But it was ironic. Uh, just, uh, just GN, you know, the big 50,000-watt station, you couldn't get it. BBM, yeah. either one. They were, but the station out of Canada, French station, man, that was coming in like uh, just like next That's door. That's funny. And GN, here he is. They are is. Yeah. Right. I don't know what I don't know what the call letters were the station was because I, my French is not that good. <laughs> and yeah. It was mainly a talk show and they never really said anything. You know, I could tell. But it's a man, the woman talking back and forth. Right. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you, Bill. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And that station he was listening to probably was seven forty. Uh, that station from Canada. Oh, I think it's seven thirty. There's a, there's a French station on seven thirty. Bill, I think French is seven thirty, but Zoomer could have been what he was listening to on seven forty. That's right. He might have been. Yeah, he might have yeah. been in. It sounded like w- he was getting Canadian. And he was getting Southern. It was kind of you know, yeah. seven seven forty in Toronto bangs that part of the Midwest pretty well. So yeah, it should. They do. Yeah, they really do. Seven forty is English, and uh, they play uh, either oldies or all kinds of music. And yeah, old time radio one, uh, for an hour yeah. at night. Yep, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, and you know, VR, you can. The old CBL in the, in the old days. That's what. That's it was. right. Yeah, and nine forty doesn't exist anymore. Nope, they was F-E-R-F in Savatacula, Coahuila, Mexico, also known as the Rio, Texas. That's right across the border. Across the border. Across the border. Okay. All right. So uh, we got we got we got you taken care of, Bill. Yeah, I think we pretty well got all of that in, and we're ready to go to Jennifer's call letter and format changes. Okay. Uh, well, maybe we are. There we go. She said it's not as long this week, so the people out there, you're not going to get your money. Oh, we've got more time for BZ that way, you know? That's true. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letters for September 23rd. KSLO-FM 105.3, Simsport, Louisiana, changes slogan from Radio Laser to La Caliente 105.3 FM. WJFP-FM 91.1, Fort Pierce, Florida, changes calls to WQCP. 
FM, WJCB FM 88.5, Clewiston, Florida, changes calls to WQJS FM, WWNQ FM 94.3, Forest Acres, South Carolina, changes calls to WUDE FM, KAKC AM 1300, Tulsa, Oklahoma, changes format from sports to talk and changes slogan from 1300 The Buzz to 1300 The Patriot. WVNN AM 770 Trinity, Alabama changes slogan from News Talk 92.5 FM 770 AM to News Talk 770. WFLF FM 94.5 Parker, Florida changes format from talk to sports and changes the slogan from Fox News Radio 94.5 to Rock 94.5. WRDB AM 1400 Reedsburg, Wisconsin changes format from classic hits to oldies. WSRT FM 106.7 Gaylord, Michigan changes format from silent to classic country. KTOP FM 102.9 St. Mary's, Kansas changes slogan from 102.9 Nash Icon to 102.9 Cat Country. WFAW AM 940 Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin changes slogan from 940 WFAW to Oldies 940. WROO FM 104.9 Malden, South Carolina changes slogan from Real Rock 104.9 to 104.9 Fox Sports Upstate. WWKB AM 1520 Buffalo, New York changes slogan from ESPN Radio 1520 to the bet 1520. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For all things radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks. Have a good week. Short and sweet and to the point. I want to do some sports gambling, but every time I gamble, I lose. So there's no point in doing that. (laughs) Now, there again, you see WGR has a lot of local programming, and WWKB was always just an ESPN, you know, uh, placeholder, shall we say. And so now they're going to get into the betting, uh, you know, format with maybe that CBS radio format or whatever they're going to do. And uh, hopefully that that gets them a little bit of an audience at 1520. Well, it'll get them some audience. So the sports betting uh, network is, uh, then they combine that with CBS Sports. Rather than ESPN Radio, uh, right, Chris? That's what's gonna. That's what they'll probably do with it, like they've done with right. The other and I ones. think they're owned by um, Odyssey too. So they are owned by Odyssey. So dovetails with that, yeah. And from what I read, the sports betting that there is a major audience for that. So that that should yes. that should do well. Uh, it probably will do well. I mean, up there are people who love to gamble on sports. I mean, I, I, I don't gamble because every time I gamble, I lose. I mean, I go to the track and, and I gamble on nine races, and I lose nine races. There's no point in gambling for me because it just doesn't work. I don't, understand why, I don't understand why a station talking about gambling would do well. I don't think that probably, probably, if I were to guess, Bernie, because enough people do the gambling. You know, and, and that and that would be they would want to listen to things about gambling. I would think if, I would think if I would think if I were going to make a bet though, I would want to just place the bet because if you 
keep listening to this and listening to that. Listen, exactly. You might end up making a bet that you end up losing right. big time. So, well, you know, yeah, the thing is, there's interesting points that are brought up, not necessarily in the last 16 years when the Patriots have played the Jets. You know, that doesn't really uh, do it. And they, people like those kind of things, but it doesn't matter because the teams are all different. But sometimes they talk about the run defense or the, you know, there's some sports strategy thrown into the mix, but it's like, why are people listening to Bloomberg Radio or Business Radio? Everybody wants to make a quick buck, you know? You know, funny, and, and, you know what's funny, Bernie? Also, Bloomberg Radio doesn't even subscribe to the diaries. They don't care about readings. They could care less, but they can sell it like you can't believe. But and they also one thing it does, a lot of these gambling they don't. It's not necessarily just for the betting. Like okay, so and so favored seven and a half. Also with daily fantasy things like DraftKings and stuff like that, they cover fantasy sports and okay, what player don't want to pick here because that daily fantasy brings in a lot of money. So oh, yeah, yeah. They, you know, you throw that in with the traditional sport gambling, that's where people are looking at. <clears throat> the only thing I would say about sports gambling on the radio, and I know a radio station in Newark, New Jersey that got in trouble when they every day from six thirty until six forty five, they would broadcast the racing results from all the tracks about the United States and then they were broadcast a, a sort a short form version at about seven o'clock in the in the in the evening. And they continue doing that stuff for a number of years. But I would tell you that uh, the one thing that gambling formats have to do is they have to be very careful between providing news about sports and gambling and what's what's the fine line between gambling and doing other things that it might be considered right. it might be considered illegal. And the FCC doesn't doesn't pull the punches when it comes to that kind of stuff. So we had a we had a station here that at one time broadcasted um, the live horse racing from uh, the horse track here in town, and they would tell you. You know what the gambling lines were and, and all that, and yeah. I guess I guess they claim they had listeners, you know, to, to do oh, it. Sure. So. I think sure. WWL used to broadcast horse races. Yeah, WWL. Back. Did we it. we yeah. had a station here that did it from Suffolk Downs and Rockingham Park oh, and all yeah. that. And, yeah. and you know, you think about it now. There's what about 24 states that have legalized sports gambling. So. And that number that. is only, and that number is going to go up. And, and as a matter of fact, uh, as a matter of fact, the, uh, we have off-track betting here in Albany, New York. There was a station in Schenectady, New York, that was owned for a while by the by the by off the guy that did off or the company that does off-track betting in New York State, and they would broadcast the off-track betting feed that you used to be able to, that you can watch on the cable, and they would broadcast it all day on three WD from Schenectady, New York. Chain. Oh, wow, that's interesting. And the that's horse racing network. You get it on spectrum, yeah. Right, and and and, and there's <clears> TPG, <throat> and then there's there's OTB for. New New York State. I mean, it's it's very it's very popular. So, how about yep. if we do some yep. popular W oh, yeah. Boston history? Hey, Chris, uh, were you were you wearing a used to call themselves the most frequently frequented frequency? That was now you were yeah, Chris. Of, I, I know that, uh, you, that you weren't around when WBZ <laughs> first came on the air, but I but you have a lot of knowledge yes, about WBZ. Was. Oh, yeah, nineteen twenty one. Yeah, I got to tell you, Chris, your hair is looking pretty good still. So I guess maybe yeah, it's still on my head. Well, the thing is, first first guy we're going to hear about is Streeter Stewart, and I was telling the guys earlier that I heard in a radio a documentary you to be that BZ covered its history pretty well. And thanks to Ken Meyer, who did a lot of that, uh, you know, got uh, there's some other stuff that Jeff was talking about that Ken Meyer got together. But two or three times, he got together documentaries for BZ. One was in 71 on the 50th anniversary. I think he did one in uh, 91 or so. But anyway, uh, Streeter Stewart came. He, he was a fluent Spanish speaker. He was also a minister. And I forget what denomination he was a minister of. But he came there, and there was they had a shortwave station, WBOS, that Westinghouse started, probably next 
connect to their uh, main transmitter, which they moved to Hull, Massachusetts in 1940, and to beam, you know, during World War II, to beam sort of a Voice of America kind of thing out to the to Europe and South America in Spanish. And so Streeter was hired first to do Spanish for them, and then, of course, came over to BZ. So he worked for them from 1942 until, I don't know, sometime in the 70s uh, when he had to retire. They had a mandatory retirement policy of 65, which Carl DeSouza had to do, and he had to do whatever. And I guess you said, Jeff, I think it was, Stewart was not happy about no, it. No, he was not happy about it. I believe it was in 74, because, 74 or 75, because I was talking to my professor about it, who knew Streeter Stewart, because he worked at WBZ in the 40s as a, as a news writer, and he said, well, you know, that's their policy, and he, 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 he should have to learn to accept it, whether he likes it or not. And I said, but look at all the history that he has, and look at, look at how talented he is, and he still sounded very good. But yes, he said, he well, did. you know, you can't fight the policy at Group W, and they are very powerful. And I think those are illegal now. I think you can't uh, do that to people anymore. No, but there's always a, but the, the only thing I'll say about that, is, Bernie, I think you could you listen want. to me about this one. All I have to say to Bernie, I know you're blind. I don't care. You're unsuitable for the format, and you can't fight the word unsuitability. No matter what discrimination is, if I say to Bernie, you're unsuitable, you just are not the sound that we're looking for. It's very hard to fight that kind of right. that kind right. of discrimination. Oh, that, I am, but they still let me go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Bernie, he, Bernie and I he can't. has pictures. Now, he can't see the pictures, but he's got them, though. He knows where they are. Yeah. So he's all set. No, but I, would, I will tell you that I think Streeter Stewart got in. Somehow, I remember hearing an interview with him after he retired and somehow I thought I heard them say that he got into the health food business or something of that he nature. Did. He did. I remember that now. He did some health food stuff and continued his ministry because, you know, he was with whatever church, uh, you know, locally. And, and he was a cool, very smart man. And so what he did, uh, he also got involved. He, he and Larry Glick would do a changeover at, at midnight because Streeter was the night newsman at that point. At other points, he was during the day, during drive time, moved around the schedule. So it, it, by the late 60s, he was on at night for years with Larry. And Larry called his, and he had to rip and read from one to five, so he called himself Streeter Glick because uh, he, he and Streeter became such uh, good friends. And every every Friday night, Saturday morning, they'd finish it up, and uh, Streeter would say he was going to go home. He'd do it Spanish. He'd say, "I'm going to go home and, and make pancakes and you know have have a, you know like a nice breakfast or whatever." They'd do that pancakes. He'd say every every Friday night as he headed out the door. But, so it was a, a really good relationship. And before we get and before we give it over the bill, do you know who else also spoke fluent Spanish who worked at uh, in Boston radio as uh, who's English? Listall Fisher. Listall Fisher, yes, because he was from uh, and I forget Panama. where which. Panama, okay. That, and the right. reason Listo I know Fisher. is because his sister taught at the New York Institute for the Blind, and that's how I know about Listall Fisher. Oh, wow. Listo Fisher started out uh, on WOWO, or, well, I heard him first. Before he came to BZ, I heard him as a DJ on WOWO, because, of course, that was Westinghouse, too. All right, Bill, we, 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 we've talked enough. Uh, you know, people don't want to hear us. They want to hear the content. You know, I, I'm well, let's kidding, hope you know. I push the right one here. I think we got the right <laughs> one. If not, tell me we'll stop it right away. W. Westinghouse Broadcasting in Boston. It's 35 degrees in Boston. Tonight's low will be in the 20s. I'm Streeter Stewart reporting the 11 o'clock WBZ News. Superintendent of Schools William Orenberger has closed the Martin Luther King School in Rockbury indefinitely. He said he was acting at the request of the king Timothy Coalition, a neighborhood organization, and the Boston Teachers Union. Orenberger said it was in the best interest of restoring a workable and healthy educational situation at the school. In New York City, councilmen and labor leaders have entered 
supported the strike of public school teachers there. And there's a strong possibility that the state legislature may be called on to intervene in the closing of the city's schools. Negro students at the University of Massachusetts at Amherst have withdrawn their ultimatum that campus police be disarmed by Friday, but they say they will not compromise on demands that the guns be removed eventually. Tomorrow, the students and the administration will discuss 21 demands made by the black students after an alleged beating on the campus last week. The NAACP has created a full-scale legal department, and WBZ newsman Bill Slater says the Boston branch legal department will deal with racial discrimination exclusively. Attorney Henry F. Owens III, now an assistant district attorney for Middlesex County, will head the new department. He says he intends to make use of established attorneys in the area and of third-year law students. Owens, who is a 1967 graduate of Suffolk Law School, says the department will deal only with cases of alleged racial discrimination. And he says the department will be at the disposal of other civil rights organizations. This committee is not exclusively NAACP. There have been letters sent out to various black organizations in the Boston area, stating that maybe we can use this legal committee as a unifying factor, in fact, to unite all the black organizations, that if, in fact, they have a legal problem which falls within the domain of our committee, that we'll be more than glad to help them with this problem, and maybe we can even, our services are available to any organization which, in fact, has a problem along these lines. The new department is the first full-time legal department to be organized by a civil rights group in the Boston area. Bill Slater, WBZ News. Subway, trolley, and bus rides in the Boston area will cost 5 to 10 cents more starting next year. The MBTA has voted to hike transit fares to control its spiraling deficit. But a group of young people, members of Students for a Democratic Society, would not let the MBTA's board of directors announce the rise in fares without a struggle. Their shouts drowned out the vote of approval. And thus it continued. SDS spokesman Emily Perkins explained what the cries were all about. I feel that the deficit should be met by taxes on on uh, profits of very large corporations and um, by ending the debt which is paid to the banks, which the banks are making a great deal of profit from, not from a fair hike. It should come from the rich and not from the people. Emily Perkins speaking for Boston students who are protesting the MBTA's fair increase. A five-man court-martial at Fort Devens has found private first-class Raymond Crowell guilty of being absent without leave. He was sentenced to three months at hard labor. He had sought sanctuary at Marsh Chapel of Boston University before being taken into custody. The Massachusetts Bay United Fund Drive has just ended with a victory dinner this evening, and the Fund's radio television chairman, Jeff Stanwood, thanks the public who made it possible. The campaign has gone over the top, raising the largest amount of money in the Fund's history. The total is $14,002,034, or 100.001% of our $14 million goal. On behalf of all those who will benefit most from the 340 United Fund agencies during the coming year, General Chairman Ephraim Catlin and I join in thanking every one of you in our community for your generous support. Thanks a million, or perhaps I should say 
strikes 14 million. That was the Massachusetts Bay United Fund Radio Television Chairman Jeff Stanwood. In sports, Derek Sanderson's unassisted goal gave the Boston Bruins a come-from-behind one-to-one tie with the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight in Toronto. Former heavyweight champion Rocky Marciano said today the death of his trainer, Charlie Goldman, came as a sad blow. Marciano, who spent his youth in Brockton, will be unable to attend Goldman's funeral tomorrow because of a commitment to participate in a testimonial for Ezra Charles in Chicago. And Roy Campanella and Dr. Tenley Albright, two internationally famed athletes who know what it is to battle against crippling physical ailments, were among a host of sport personalities honored at the opening event of the Easter Seal Society's four-day national convention in Boston. The weather word for Boston and vicinity for the rest of the night, partly cloudy, low temperatures in the low 30s downtown, the 20s in the suburbs, northwest winds 25 to 30 miles an hour. Tomorrow fair with high temperatures in the low 40s. Northwest winds 20 to 30 miles an hour and gusty. Present temperature 35 degrees. The top story of the hour, school superintendent William Orenberger has ordered the Martin Luther King school closed indefinitely. He said he was acting at the request of the king Timothy Coalition and the Boston Teachers Union. And that's the 11 o'clock WB report with portions recorded. I'm Streeter Stewart. We now present The People Speak, a sampling of audience response to our station's editorials. And now here's our general manager, Mr. Jim Lightfoot. We continue to hear from people in response to our editorials about citizens' involvement in the urban crisis. One such letter suggested a promising idea for student involvement in the area of housing, a critical problem for the city, landlords, and students themselves. The letter came from Mrs. Cricket Smith, a resident of Dorchester and a graduate student in landscape architecture at the University of Massachusetts. She's a member of Student Housing Group, which is just getting organized in the Boston area. And here's how she explains its role and its purpose. Student Housing Group is a nonprofit association of graduate students and professionals in the field of environmental studies. Our basic plan is to provide low-cost housing to interested students in return for simple maintenance and renovation. We have several goals for ourselves and the community. The first, though, is to offer responsible students safe, convenient, low-cost housing near urban renewal sites and in other older areas of the city which are showing signs of physical decay. Students agree to do necessary minor repairs on their own apartments and other work around the buildings, subject to agreement with the property owners. For this work, students get a cut in the normal rents or an allowance for materials. Students who participate in this plan can avoid the usual overpriced student ghettos and at the same time make a contribution to the city's welfare. Landlords benefit by having their property maintained or even professionally improved without any labor costs. If you're a student or a landlord and you're interested in this plan, drop a letter to our editorial department. We'll forward it on to Mrs. Smith. And of course, we'd welcome a letter from you on any of our other editorial topics, too. You've heard WBZ General Manager Jim Lightfoot with The People Speak, a sampling of audience response to our station's editorials.
There you go. There you go. There's your first right, one. So that was leading into Jerry Williams, and that was Gary LaPierre. You hear, uh, you know, mention the phone number. But uh, there Chris, what, you, what did you, the news was peppered with race with uh, racial yes. stories? That was the it riots was. in the riots in the uh, Los Angeles happened in '68. The, there was a lot of stuff well, going on. '68. You know, of course. Okay, so this is November 13th. So we're after the election. You know, and uh, and so people were focusing on a lot of things. Of course, you had the SES instead of the Kingston Trio singing about Charlie and the MTA. You had the SES chanting about it, and uh, you know, with the nickel increase, uh, that was very interesting. Um, BZ was in a transitional phase at that point. So in February of '68, they stopped the rock format. By July or so, Dick Summer and Bruce Bradley had left. Uh, they would both come back in different capacities later on. So basically, your your air staff was Carl D'Souza. Dave Maynard, Ron Landry, and then you had uh, at night, they had picked up Jerry Williams. He started back in, in July, come back from Chicago, and had been on MEX before, so people were familiar with him. And starting November 1st, Larry Glick's non-compete clause was over, so he could start being on BZ. So they had him for the all-night. They were starting to build the station up. Later on, they got Larry Justice in. They got Bruins and Celtics. They already had the Patriots. They had BC that year. They picked up BC football. They already had the Patriots football. Then they were going to get the Bruins and Celtics the next year. And their music about July, I'd say, they started to remodernize it. They were playing really the same old, same old. Oh, Honey was on like every 20 minutes, it seemed like, and uh, <laughs> Cab Driver or whatever. So <laughs> by July, they started to mix in new, newer stuff. Not they, they weren't rock anymore, but they were getting play, they were playing the horse, and they were playing Never Going Back to Nashville, and they were playing, you know, starting to be listenable again. And it became, and then, oh, and then about that time or in the beginning of the fall, they got Joe Green and the BZ Copter up there. Oh, yeah. The, uh, HDH had had uh, their car, their guy, Kevin O'Keefe, up there for years, so BZ finally got Joe Green up. For, he was up there for many years. So they were building a radio station. You heard them building it. I think the, uh, the guy's name was Bill Schubert, I think, was the program director, and obviously Jim Lightfoot was the GM. So this was an interesting transitional phase. You're you going to see uh, within the next year or two, BZ really recapture uh, the you know the, the mind of the Boston, the radio listeners. Again, they kind of drove the younger guy, people away and gradually brought the older people, people my age, people who could listen to, you know, they would play probably 80% of what was out. You know, yeah, if I wanted to hear the other stuff, have to listen to the other stations. But BZ was getting up to 70, 80% of what was out. So they were listenable again by July of 68. And you know what's so funny is that they, as, even in the days when they were rock, and even when they had the talk show with, uh, with with Bob Kennedy doing contact, and even when they had their news presence was still a presence to be talked about because Absolutely. they still they still thought of news as something that had to be done. Well, of course, it had to be done back then by the FCC's rules. It had to be done. You had to do news, and they took it very seriously at, at that point. So it was a station that really, really was talked about. I mean, when I went to camp in Vermont, it was camp for the blind in Vermont. They, the people up there, even talked about listening to WBC. It had coverage. It was New England station. It wasn't even just Massachusetts. It right. covered New England. And, uh, you know, people, I noticed that. I was up in um, uh, near Laconia, New Hampshire at a camp, and people had that on the radio. <clears throat> Probably somebody from the Boston area, but there they, they were riding around. It was a little staticky, but there they were riding around with BZ on. I'm like, wow, really? And I didn't so, realize it until I went away from home, you know? I mean, I, I, I remember when... I remember when Dick Summer did a um, an hour of comedy every night from like three to four in the morning. Uh-huh. I do that, and not only you know where Dick Summer went after he left WBZ, uh, Chris. He went to WNEW FM doing uh, right. progressive rock. Somehow he didn't make it. He didn't last at WNEW, but he ended up going on WNEW AM, which was the you know the tr- traditional MOR station, and yep. he was on there for a while. And ultimately, he ended up working at WNBC in New York. But where he had made most of his money later on, he got out of working in regular radio and became a voice. Over talent, and you got yep. to hear him in lots of commercials. And you're not he, he came still back to WMEX as program 
director in 1969 and uh, ran that station for about six months called it the human thing and they that he built a nice radio station there you know mellowed down the sound a little bit and uh, you know just made it a little bit more like bz had been in in the in the 60s you know so uh, he came and then he worked uh, briefly at wkox in framingham then he did a thing in the early 70s called the love and touch on saturday nights where he'd read his poetry and play romantic music and people loved that show very popular show all right, so well, we have, he was in and out of BZ a few times, yeah. Uh, why don't we do this? Uh, hold on. Why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, follow this up with the uh, air check of WBZ? And you get to hear what they sounded like as a top 40 station. Because they really weren't that bad. They were pretty good. They, and they did do lots of personality with it. So you oh, get yeah. to hear Jefferson K and Jay Dunn, who all, after leaving WBZ, went to WCKY in Cincinnati, Ohio. And also worked for a short time at WNEWAM in New York City. So I'll turn it over to you, Bill. Here you go. This week in my classic air check segment, we're recognizing a radio station that turned 100 years old on September 17th, 2021. And the radio station is WBZ AM from Boston, Massachusetts. At the time of this air check, WBZ AM was owned and operated by Group W Westinghouse. And we're going to hear an air check of a radio announcer who we've never featured before. That radio announcer is Jefferson K doing afternoons at WBZ. But you'll also hear a little bit of banter between Jefferson K and Jay Dunn, another radio announcer who also worked at WBZ. So without further ado, want to sit back and enjoy this air check of Jefferson K on WBZ from February 17th, 1966 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. For the Boston area tonight, clear and colder, 15 to 22 degrees by morning. Diminishing winds, fair, cold, less windy. The high temperature near 32 on Friday. Winter's all over and with. Winter's it, all over with. Where? Well, it, well, I don't know about up here, but I know around the house in in Rumford there. I in, in I, Rumford, I almost, Rumford Road. I know. I almost ran over a skunk the other day. Is that right? Yeah, I mean they don't come out until next door over. neighbor, huh? No. <laughs> Oh, the skunk, the skunk, the skunk yeah. eye are out, huh? And they don't even come out until the winter's over. What is plural of skunk? Skunky? Skunk eye? I don't know. All right, just checking. Uh, Fort New England, fair and colder tonight. What? Nothing. Skunks. I, skunks. Really? Yeah, oh. cat. I don't know. <laughs> fair and cold tonight, 0 to 10 Pretty above, cat. well to the west and north of Boston. Stinkers. <laughs> Mostly 15 to 22 degrees, Boston area southward. Jeez. Friday will be sunny, light winds. Jeez. What? Nothing. I just... <laughs> Warming to only the 20s tomorrow, Let's well to the west out. and north of Boston, and the low Girl. 30s, Boston oh. area southward. Skunk eye. That's right. It's all right. That's what right. you mean. You know, I mean, uh... Well, if a <laughs> plural of, of mouse is mice, plural of house should be heist, right? Yeah. I mean, that's reasonable. Yeah. And a plural of goose uh, yeah. is geese, yeah. plural of moose should be meese. So it's very easy to figure out. Oh. All right? Okay. Because if the plural of gunk is gunk eye, then yeah. it must be How did, What's eye. a gunk? Huh? What's a gunk? I don't know. I don't hey, know. Hey, I saw the other day I was out there in the middle of the street pulling the chain, remember? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why were you pulling the chain out in the middle of the street? The other day. Why? Because you can't push a chain. You <laughs> can't, <huh? laughs> right. Well, there's Jefferson K. pulling the chain. WBC, good day. Welcome in. My name is Jefferson K. We're going to be around till just about 6 o'clock and thereabouts. Meantime, the tokens, and I hear trumpets blow. Ba, 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 ba. 
movie sound, a step of the tokens on WBZ, and it's called I Hear Trumpets Blow. Brand new on the WBZ hit parade of the Jefferson case. You'll be around till 6 o'clock. Hang in there. Since 1881, by moving a complete staff to the opera house. Only Louis Sherry tastes so good. Well, try Louis Sherry, low-calorie apricot and regular preserves, too. Sounds like fun. When you're having a big weekend, don't forget your happy friend. chance to see Roger Miller, Joan Baez, Ray Charles, Donovan, Petula Clark, The Birds, The Lovin' Spoonful, Ike and Tina Turner, The Modern Folk Quartet, The Ronettes, Bo Diddley, and special guest star David the Man from Uncle McCallum on one show. Never before could one ticket buy so much entertainment. American International presents the big TNT show. It's out of sight. See the great TNT show now playing at the Center Theater Boston and the Meadow Glen Drive-In in Medford. You'll find it a blast. 30 degrees in Boston at the moment and Norma Tonega the Jefferson Cave Thursday afternoon show and it's called Walking My Cat Named Dog. Norma, map till ready and then hit it, baby. From the WBZ News Center, the House debates the $143 million Democratic tax plan for the Bay State. A former president and board chairman of General Motors, Alfred Sloan Jr., has died of a heart attack in New York. A Waltham firefighter is injured when a wall collapses at a two-alarm fire. For complete details, stay tuned for the 4 o'clock report from WBZ News. Oh, well, that's young man. I'm gonna get the bed, man. If you can't say anything nice about your present cigarette, come on over to the L&M side, just for the taste of it. in front of four Jefferson K time. You take the high road and I'll take Route 66 along with the Rolling Stones out to Jefferson K show on a Thursday afternoon, 18 before 4, 30 degrees. Here's a new go-go idea from Transworld Airlines. Now you can save 50% on your airline ticket the next time you're going places and doing stuff with the new TWA half-fare travel plan. If you're under 22, you can buy a TWA ticket for travel in the United States for 50% off the regular jet coach fare. 
Fill out an application at your nearest TWA office or travel agent, then buy an ID card for $3, and that little $3 could save you as much as $150 on your next flight. The new half fares are good all year round, except for a few special holiday travel periods, and you'll fly on a standby basis, but it's such a great bargain, who cares? Uh, just remember the big, big savings you get with that little $3 card, and enjoy your trip to Fun City, USA. See your travel agent or call TWA, your kind of airline. The number one song in the WBZ hit parade, Staff Sergeant Barry Sadler, the Ballad of the Green Beret. Fighting soldiers from the sky. Staff Sergeant Barry Sadler, the Ballad of the Green Berets on WBZ. If you finance your car successfully, that's proof swiftly, call up CIT. That's right. Just telephone. Universal CIT knows that you have a good reason for wanting a loan, like paying a bill, and that you'd like a quick approval. Well, with CIT, one phone call usually does the trick. Simply tell us how much you need and why. Be sure to mention if you've ever financed a major purchase, because you may already have a top loan rating. So Universal CIT will do its best to have your money ready the same day. Why worry about where to apply for a loan when the cash you need may be as near as your phone? Universal CIT office in Boston is at 330 Stewart Street. They also have offices in Arlington, Lynn, and Brockton to serve you. Phone or visit the Universal CIT office nearest you. This is done by the Beatles on WBZ Call to Five. Needed someone. It would have to be you. Oh. Tell them all now, George. The Beatles on WBZ called If I Needed Someone on the Jefferson K Show. See, if you're a regular reader of Better Homes and Garden magazine, you'll probably uh, also are a regular reader of the monthly Cars in Your Family report. The March issue features a number of worthwhile articles on the automobile, an increasingly more important part of family life. Uh, does all this testing really make today's cars tougher? The standard refrain, they don't make them like they used to, is absolutely right. They make them better. They last longer. They take more punishment. The March Report also features an article called What You Should Know About Night Driving. Even perfect eyes are 25% less effective after dark, so you should drive accordingly. This checklist of do's and don'ts could prevent an accident, so don't miss it. And don't miss the article on the uninsured motorist insurance. For a few dollars a year, you can protect yourself from the driver who doesn't carry liability insurance. Read Cars in Your Family in March Better Homes and Gardens. It's on sale right now. Time won't let me by the outsiders on WBZ. About 8.44 Jefferson Cape time on a Thursday, 30 degrees in Boston. By the outsiders on WBZ called Time Won't Let Me on the Jefferson Cape show. As we kind of move along toward 4 o'clock news time at Radio 103. Steady state. Mother Bay State says the price is right. They're free. Two 66 Mustangs, one a hardtop, the other a convertible. It's the double Mustang giveaway. It figures it's free. Register at Bay State Sinclair. Bay State, Bay State, they treat you right at the blue and white. Bay State.
has even more bodybuilding protein, more food strength than macaroni and cheese. Food strength? Friends beans have more. What has even more bodybuilding protein, more food strength than a glass of milk? Food strength? Friends Boston Baked Beans give you more food strength than 19 of the 25 most favored family foods. Isn't that good reason to serve your family Friends Baked Beans once more this week? Want another reason? Just taste the richly moist and tender goodness of Friends Genuine Boston Baked Beans. Remember... tax plan gets a going over in the house. It's 30 degrees in Boston under sunny skies. And that's the 4 o'clock WBZ report with portions recorded presented by Tom Connolly's Tempest Town, one of New England's largest Pontiac Tempest dealers, Route 1 Norwood. Your editor, Wayne Sherman, Streeter Stewart reporting. For news, first, fast, and factual, keep tuned to WBZ. Hey, baby, catch it, Clay. I wonder how he liked that ride. Sure feels swell now to catch his clay is now 1A. And... HFC says never borrow money needlessly, but when you must, be sure to go to folks you trust. That's household finance. And don't forget, at household finance, you can borrow up to $2,500, take up to 36 months to repay. And uh, HFC has 27 offices in the Boston area. Also offices in all principal cities of New England. On the Jefferson K Show, the station Boston brags about WBZ Radio 103. Sounds like fun. This is the bright, exciting sound of tomorrow on WBZ. Nine minutes after four, WBZ time, 30 degrees outside. And friends, maybe you think that you're upset because you're a little weird. And, and, and then again, maybe you are a little weird, but don't turn away. Keep going on. Yeah. Go on, on and on and stuff and question. Well, it's going to be a ball. See, Anne Margaret and Made in Paris starting tomorrow at Paramount Theater in downtown Boston. Maybe you are just a male boy and you feel a little weird, but remember, friends, keep going on. Jefferson K. So 30 degrees out there. Hello, hello. 
in New York City have brought us the sounds of Andalusia and the Basque provinces in songs like Yo Te Dare. You'll hear this song in places where you can savor choritos and ensamidas. And as the rhythm and your thirst quicken, it may be that you'll call for more cerveza Rheingold. It's a fact that in New York City, where there are more Spaniards than in Almazan, more people drink Rheingold extra dry than any other beer. Por qué? Quién sabe? But we must be doing something right. Habla Espanoli! Well, there you go. WBZ is heard on February 17th, 1966, with the radio announcer Jefferson K. Jefferson K. would ultimately leave WBZ and move to Buffalo, New York, where he worked at radio station WKBW-AM and WBEN-AM as well. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Oh, I love it. Yeah, no, that was great. A few comments. That was yeah. fun. That yeah, was let, let me ask you, let me ask you, but, you know, also, yeah. I, forgot to, I forgot to say before you go, is that uh, he also did uh, the NFL, where he do this week in the Correct. NFL as well. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. Okay. Hey, go ahead, Bernie. So, oh, uh, awesome. Yeah, after Chris. Go ahead. Whatever. Okay, so a few comments. First of all, when Jay Dunn and, and Jeff K sat down to do that a little bit before Jeff took over, they had no idea what they were going to talk about. They just started to talk about whatever and the skunk, and they were making things up as they went along. They wouldn't let anybody do that anymore because they were afraid they'd say something that they shouldn't have said or whatever they trusted them so they they could say whatever they wanted um the uh, of course the music was you know just what you'd expect the the announcers i wanted to point out that that bay state commercial that was dave maynard and then the one for friends beans i was surprised of course that's a local company a boston baked beans company with Dell Sharbert. they got him to get out of the sardo bath and go and do the friends beans commercial so i, was, was I really thought cool. that was Dell Sharbert, chris because i uh, because he was working at that time for mutual news as well so yes he was and so then um um, and, of course, Streeter did his 4 o'clock newscast, as I told you. He did the afternoon at one point and moved over to the evening. And then the, uh, the other thing about it was, i got to tell a story about uh, this. It was only about three weeks before Jeff left uh, BZ. So what happened was it was March uh, 5th of 66. Um, I'm dialing around the radio and listening to sports, listening to music, having a good time on a Saturday night, just, you know. And I'm, I'm listening to KBW. And I hear Jeff Kay's voice. He says, I'll be here Monday, taking over, you know, and whatever. And I don't know whether uh, Joey Reynolds had left yet or what they were doing, where, what his part of it was. But BZ, he's on there opposite that, that because he was on on Saturday evenings from like 6.30 to 11.30. And so he's opposite that. And I say, this is his last show on BZ, and he's not saying anything about it. I know, because I just heard it on KBW. So I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And so they did a transition, he and Dick Summer, to start the nightlight show. And he played the song Urge for Going by Tom Rush. They had a tape. The, the uh, uh, single hadn't come out yet. That came out that fall. And he played the tape of it. And he says, uh, and Dick says, hey, can I have that? And then, and Jeff says, sure, yeah, you can have that. that that's cool. I'll, I'll give that to you. And he never said he was leaving. He never said he was leaving. Now, he was also known for his night, uh, his uh, Hootenanny show that was on uh, Sunday evening, 6 to 8. So, yeah, he got that extra half hour off of that 6 o'clock news. 
news because 336 was when he was on. But they had him working seven days a week. His voice was there because he did the Saturday night show, and then he did that hootenanny. Well, obviously, he'd take that from 6 to 8 on, on Sunday. Then Dick Summer took that over and turned it into an underground show, Dick Summer Subway. But that was uh, really cool to know ahead of time that he was leaving because, hey, back in the old days, you couldn't find out any radio news from nobody. That's and right. That's I, right. I, and I knew he was leaving before, and he never said goodbye. Maybe he did on the on the hootenanny show. I didn't hear that, but he didn't say goodbye. But Dick says, can I have that tape? He says, yeah, yeah, I'll give it to you. And, and you know, when, you he know, went so, to K- when he went to KBW, uh, Chris, why did he go to KBW? Because he became the program director of WKBW. Correct. correct. So, Bernie, yeah. did you want to say and, something about the air check? I'm sorry. We, we... Yeah, go ahead, Bernie. I, uh, I liked the music. It was different from... Uh, a lot of the top 40 stations of the day. Um, it, it was almost what some people call chicken rock. They, yeah, and you notice uh, they the played Route 66 by the Rolling Stones. I never heard that in New York. Uh, as a top the other, it was probably the other side of um, oh, 19th Nervous Grapetown was out. So I bet wow. it was the other side of it. I'm and guessing. that Norma Tanega song, I mean, yes, I've heard it so many times, but it did not make big airplay in New York City. Oh, it's right, right here. Right. They, yeah. they were not afraid to play some stuff that yeah, yeah, yeah. local. Lyman Sabell was also, another I one. Could, yeah. uh, I could get them pretty well here in Indianapolis at night mm-hmm. and uh, listen to them periodically. Well, you know, yeah, we have a no. feedback line, and I want to make sure that people know 800-693-0595, hitting option two. And we'd like to know if you have any comments concerning the WBZ uh, air check or any of the things we do on All Things Radio or anything we actually do oh, here. Uh, yeah, if yeah. we do anything, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, what and, do we do? Yeah. What, uh, doing the news intro, do. doing the news intro, just one last uh, credit with Pierre Lapierre. First, fast, factual from the award-winning WBZ News Center. And he was there from 1964 until he retired, I think, at the end of, like, 2006. So he A very young-sounding Gary Lapierre, if you listen to that yeah. voice of his, that it was very, very young-sounding and uh, even Dave Vader's voice, uh, when yes. I got to hear oh, it. Dave sounded young. Yeah. Sounded oh, they great. were in their 30s, you know, these guys. You know, you think of them as older older guys. And, of course, Dave was there from uh, 59 till uh, into the 90s. And Carl was there from 41 to 81. And, you know, they, they people stayed. There were people that were there a long time. That's easy. You know what the problem is also? And I, Bill, I'm going to get to you in a second. Is that... Uh, is that we think, and maybe I'm wrong, but Bernie, and I, I don't know, but I was a kid, I thought these people would just live and be in my, you know, in my view forever. And obviously, you know, that's not true, but you, Me too. But you, but you think about some of these radio stars who we heard for so many years, and it, we, we, we thought they could never die, or they could never retire, but obviously they do retire, and it's, it's a fact of life, but... Uh, it's just amazing what you, when you think about it and listen to it back in the past. Bill, can you un- unmute yourself, please? Yeah. Go ahead, Bill. Uh, we keep mentioning Dick Summers all the time. I mm-hmm. say, that guy really moved around, didn't he? Because I he guess he was he was on WIBC in the fifties in mm-hmm. Indianapolis because he did a night show from a big driving restaurant called uh, Merrill's Heidecker. Uh-huh. And he had a little booth on top, and he'd spin records, and he'd try a new record out, and then he would, you would vote by turning your headlights on on your car if you're sitting out there eating food in your car. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't like it, he would throw it out the window. <laughs> well, he was there. Uh, he, and, he, and, I, and I know a girl that worked at that Maryland High Deck that put, her put herself through college on, on just tip. But cool. that was quite a famous place. It's straight across in the fairground. But, but then I also fit for Dick Summer. Oh, let's see, probably... In the mid early sixties, mid sixties, because um, I happened to be tuning across the dial on my big 
Zenith Stereo console thing here, and he was one of the FM stations here, and it had to be somewhere 64, 65, because I moved in his house in 64, and it was somewhere after that. So that guy moved around all over the place. Well, maybe he was sending tapes. He was at BZ from 62 to 68 the first time. Then he and Bruce Bradley left around the same time because they weren't going to play rock and roll anymore, and, you know, yeah, and they well, knew they I were going to change the format. Was, yeah, was, I, I, didn't, I didn't really get the whole station. I just heard him for a little bit, and then uh, something come up. I had to go do something. Yeah, else, but so as I we said, he, was, he, was, he bounced back and forth between Boston and New York. Ended up, I think, settling in New York. You know, as we said, he was on NBC, NEW, NBC. Uh, you know, it came back to work. You know, did MEX briefly, did KOX in Framingham, did his Love and Touch show on BZ. He he got around and then got into the voice. And that Jeff K did a lot of commercials too. Afterwards. Oh, a he, lot he of them. As a matter of fact, and if you lived in Western New York or Central New York, you got to hear his voice quite a bit. Jerry, can you unmute yourself, please? Star six on that touchstone phone, please. Oh, Jerry knows that. Jerry's a pro. Okay, uh, great memories. Uh, Bill, while you're out there, you might hike that thing you were talking about on the coffee club. It's going to be on. Uh, Saturday, uh, you know, Saturday, that show you were talking about with Ron Britton and all that. But um, BZ, oh, yeah. I remember, you know, I, I was kind of a gullible kid. I, I, I used to start calling sandwiches Shrewsbury. Uh, there you go. You and, were, uh, see, the point was you were bringing the revolution to Philadelphia. That's yeah. the way. Yeah, I remember was. the revolution yeah. came from Boston to Philadelphia in the first place. You were, you were doing your part. It was historic, Jerry. That was great. Yeah, it yeah. was. I enjoyed that. I really did. You, hey, Jerry, you remember one hen, two duck, three squawking geese, four limerick oysters, five corporate and corpuses, six oh. Donald's squeezers. Yep. You know, this whole thing that uh, there was the nightlight password. And uh, yeah, uh, I remember that. that all the time. Yeah. Oh. I can't remember it all now, but I could recite it at one time. Oh, yeah. No, all right. I, I, let, let's, thank you, guys. Thank you, Jerry. And thank you. Th thank you. Okay, Jeff, wow. I think you have another caller there. Um, let's see here. I think you do. No, it's Bill. Bill, Prepared unmute yourself one more time. Oh, he wanted to tell about about yeah, something he, about Ron Britton. No, about the radio station. Yeah, on. Jerry, Jerry mentioned this, and I mentioned yeah. the coffee club. Chris, you might be interested in this also. Uh -huh. uh, WDCB, that's Whiskey Delta Charlie Bob. Yep. Dot uh, org at the College of Page station here. Saturday afternoon from one to five. This guy's on every Saturday from one to five. He's going to do some radios from 1968 or right in there, and he's going to have like Ron Britton and Arthur Godfrey show just explain about when Eisenhower died. It's all going to be stuff uh, from Chicago WGN with Wally Phillips and a couple uh -huh. other shows, and it's from one to five Central Time. But if you can't listen to it on Saturday, you can go in the following Tuesday for the whole week, 24 hours a day, go into nostalgiadigest.com. That's all, you know, it's all one word. Uh -huh. And then you scroll down to those were the days, and you can listen to the same show 24 hours a day anytime you want. Cool. All you right. You can miss it on Saturday. But, but I just thought since it's old-time, it's not old, it's old-time radio shows, but he's doing something from the 1960s. Yeah, most of the stuff he plays, the 30s, 40s, and the old radio shows. Right. I knew they had a show on Saturday afternoons. I'd forgotten, but that's right. Okay, cool. Right. All right. There's thank WTV. you very much, Bill. Okay. All right. Thank you, Bill. Okay, Jeff, are we about, we about ready for your... We are. Your... Uh, and Bernie, do you have any comments? Because I, I talked to you on the phone about this last week. About uh, Yeah, the... I, uh, I did listen to him uh, off and on, and it, it's, it's funny because I think that anybody who was yeah, kind of in, that, in the right age group in the 80s and 90s would probably really like this station just from the almost the oldies aspect. 
because that, that's what they've been considering now. I think when you hear my thing, as I say in my intro, well, I, I think the big problem with this radio station is if, if their playlists may burn out quickly, because I've listen, i been listening oh, to them for the last week. But that, 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 you know, maybe, and I said, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong but, but that's what I think. No, but it, it will. Yeah, it will. Well, I see we're both on the same page, Bernie. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, we're going to thank everybody for coming in, A, listening, B, the panel, thanks for everything. We'll see you next week, but not before we play this feature that uh, Jeff did on the 102.3 station. Gosh, they didn't even wait for me to finish it, did they? No. (laughs) So here we go. Must not be a big urban fan. Here we go. Thanks, guys. This week in my featured station segment, we're traveling to South Bend, Indiana, and we're going to listen to radio station WYET-FM. The station transmits on a frequency of 102.3, and they've just adopted an 80s, 90s-based format. The format is consulted and syndicated by Tony Lorino, and the radio station has radio announcers who are voice-tracked. And although the radio announcers are voice-tracked, they do try to put as much personality into the format as they can. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy music from the 80s and 90s on radio station WYET-FM, throwback 102.3, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Welcome, welcome to Michiana's brand new radio station. Playing the songs you just love to turn up. Turn up. With three hours commercial free to get you going while you work. From 9 to noon, Michiana, it's time to get your throwbacks on. The greatest hits of the 80s and 102.3. I'm Paul Cook. Just getting started on three hours of commercial-free hits of the 80s and 90s. Cindy still on that crusade, combating the stigma around workplace psoriasis. Here she is. No more skips for another 30 minutes? <laughs> Not here. Three hours of commercial-free hits of the 80s and 90s. Playing now on the all-new Throwback 102.3. Baby, here I am. I'm a man on the We are well on our way to three hours of commercial-free hits of the 80s and 90s until noon. If you're looking for a great Netflix series, you've got to see Bono's daughter, Eve Hewson, and Behind Her Eyes. She dazzles. Absolutely a gripping one. This is the all-new Throwback 102.3. Throwback 102.3 plays the greatest hits of the 80s and 90s with an 80s throwback personally approved by Ferris Bueller. 
Throwback 102.3, where we play three hours of commercial-free hits of the 80s and 90s starting at 9 a.m. So it's on until noon. The wind blows hard against this mountainside. All-new Throwback 102.3. We don't just say we play the most music. We prove it. Three hours of commercial-free hits of the 80s and 90s. Playing now on the all-new Throwback 102.3. We love the music as much as you do. The greatest hits of the 80s and 90s. The all-new Throwback 102.3. The all-new Throwback 102.3. Commercial free until noon. Three hours to start at nine each day. The greatest hits of the 80s and 90s. It was my first ever concert. Hall and Oates. All I remember was Oates' big Nikes. High tops. What do you remember about your first concert? Throwback 102.3 plays the greatest hits of the 80s and 90s with another 80s throwback that made you who you are today. At 9 a.m. each day, we go into three hours, commercial-free hits of the 80s and 90s. I'm so grateful you let me hang out with you today. Here's Matthew Wilder, of course, on the all-new Throwback 102.3. the skip button on the playlist anymore chances are you'll like this too three hours of commercial free hits of the 80s and 90s playing now on the all new throwback 102.3 hits of the 80s and 90s the all-new throwback 102.3 when i wake up welcome welcome to michiana's brand new radio station playing the songs you just love to turn up turn up with three hours commercial free to get you going while you work from nine to noon michiana it's time to get your
102.3, the greatest hits of the 80s and 90s. Good morning, it's Trisha Moore. Roll, 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 rolling through the workday with commercial-free music three hours every day. <sighs> Indeed. Huey Lewis in the news, the power of love. We love commercial-free music on the all-new Throwback 102.3. your day without any interruptions so you can get work done yeah let's go three hours of commercial free hits of the 80s and 90s playing now on the all-new throwback 102.3 this black man but I just never looked good in a hat. <laughs> Three hours commercial-free music continues now on the all-new Throwback 102.3. I hear the drums are going tonight. Isn't it nice to have a playlist for your workday that picks you up? That's what we're all about. The greatest hits of the 80s and 90s are on the all-new Throwback 102.3. Many times I tried to tell you. go throwback 102.3 wyetfm licensed to new carlisle indiana serving south bend indiana with their throwback 80s 90s based format i wonder how long this format will last the only big problem i see with the format is that the playlist is rather narrow and might burn out rather quickly but maybe not now if you have any comments concerning this part of the program want to let me know about it by email or voicemail the email address here is jeff that's j-e-f-f jeff at allthingsradio.net and you can call that feedback line toll-free and hassle-free 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live.